Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. David Attenborough is on Instagram now. Did you know? Is he TikToking? I'd join TikTok. If David was on TikTok, I'd be there. Like He's probably doing that thing where he jumps into different outfits. <laughs> oh my gosh, can we all just visualise David Attenborough jumping into like his safari outfit and then his Antarctica outfit. <laughs> I put a tweet out the other day saying if I see one more millennial jumping into another outfit, I'm going to eat a bat. Ooh. <laughs> Yeah, that's quite You're that lucky if you don't get cancelled. Maybe just no one cares, stuff. Nobody cares about me enough to cancel me, no. that's a thing. It's just some angry 40-year-old, leave him alone. <laughs> I've really got to, I've got to change that so much. I keep meaning to, it's on my to-do list. It's one of those things where, at the time, you really like it. Mm. And then once you've listened to it a few more times, you're like, God, I've got awful taste if I, th- if I thought that was good. Uh, it's just the most annoying jingle in the world. I, need, I need, just need to do a bit more research. I, want, I need to make it myself. I don't think it needs to be so 80s. Yeah. It's just too try hard, isn't it? I don't trauma. know. It's just a bit tragic. Yeah, well, you were the one that loved it. Okay. I think I'd had a glass of wine or two, to be honest. Yeah, you did. Yeah, everything sounds a lot better when you've had a glass of wine or two. I laugh at everything you say when I've had a glass of you wine. You actually do, you know. I know. Anyway, how are you today? Um, I'm great. It, I've just, I've just finally recovered from my big birthday. Steph turned forty last week. Yeah. The I, big four o. I, I turned forty. It's uh, something I never thought would ever happen. You never think you get this far. And then you're all of, a sudden, all of a sudden you're here and you're like, whoa, how did that happen? You had a bit of a nightmare, didn't you? Organising all my birthday celebrations because of COVID. Yeah, I mean, organising that wasn't the best time of my life, I've got to say. There was a lot of back and forth and a lot of cancelling and a lot of mm. messaging, a lot of people. So we had to do it in a way that instead of having all my friends in uh, together in one group, we had to sort of s- spread them out thinly over, didn't we, over a few days. Yeah, and I think Steph was just dying by the end of it. I was like, oh, there's one more one more party tonight for six of you. And he's like, ah, well, help me. Well, the problem I had was that I didn't know after the first night that Hannah had more friends lined up for me the days after. So I just went all ham on the first night, got absolutely off my face, not realising that I needed to pace myself. Not realising you actually had 12 more friends who wanted to come to a party. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so by the end of it, I was just so exhausted. I think, I, I mean, luckily, in a way, we have we get kicked out of places at 10. I feel like you and I are the only... <laughs> what are you laughing at? What Did you notice that? You heard it. You heard the belch. I was so hoping you would just sail past that. To, I tried to start no, out it with just, your face. I'm so sorry. Was... I was devastated. I was thinking, how did that happen? <laughs> This is an age thing. I think it just comes out of you. Things come out of you and you can't help Don't it. Don't you dare give me that excuse. That's not happening in this household. No. You hold those belches in. You're not going to be a 40-year-old belching man. I can't help it. Sometimes they just things just happen as you get older, Hannah. They just anyway, come out. what were we talking about? Um, we were talking about uh, 
my birthday celebrations and then being kicked out at 10 we have to get kicked out oh, at 10 yeah. different places so i feel like steph and i are the only two people in probably the whole of england who are loving a 10 p.m curfew because normally if i go out with my friends i love going out with my friends having a great time having a few drinks and then i look at the clock and it's like half past nine and i start getting a little bit anxious thinking yeah. oh i need 10 hours sleep otherwise i'm gonna be a bitch tomorrow and the later it gets, the more I'm like, how can I get away? How, who's going to be annoyed at me if I try and go home now? Everyone's going to think I'm lame. So having a 10 or got curfew actually works really well for me because I'm like, well, we all have to go home now. Yeah, so I know what you we mean. all share a cab? And everyone's like, yeah, okay. All my friends stayed out to about half five or went back to the hotel and stayed out to about half five. And I was in bed at like, I think about 11. It was great. On your birthday. On my birthday, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, it's just, it's, it tends to be the older you get, the more you suffer with your hangovers. But it was great. I mean, I got my, one of the best p- parts of it, obviously, other than seeing my buddies, was uh, Hannah bought me some Technique 1210, the decks. I, I, I see them as two things one, instruments, and two, pieces of artwork. I just see them as like sculptures because I just find them so beautiful to look at. I'm not going to lie, I had no clue really what they were <laughs> until. I had to buy them for you. And even then, I was like calling up the people in the music shop being like, I don't know what I'm doing or really what it is, but this is the thing that I'm looking for. And they all just thought I was a, such a little bimbo. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you, you you chose right. The the iconic Technic 1210s are like, yeah, I mean, they're the foundation of, of vinyl DJing. So I, yeah, I just love them. I adore them deeply and um, I just can't wait to get into them. But unfortunately, when you buy a record player, you think, well, I mean, what's the, what's the most important thing? What is a record player? It's a needle on a vinyl a record, on, on, a, on a vinyl record. And they sold these Technic 1210s without any needles. I'm like, how? Yeah, not cool Technics. Not, not cool. Not cool Technic 1210 Especially people. when you're selling to a, a woman that does not know what she's buying. Yeah. Oh, Johnny Technic, if you're listening, sort yourself out, mate. You don't ever sell Technics without the needle. They're not cheap either. For a needle in, they're worth like 15 quid each. Also, just want to say uh, that I did have some help, uh, a little push in the right direction of what to buy from our friend Phil. So uh, oh, okay. if Phil's listening, thank you so much um, <laughs> because I had no clue. I can't use them for another week because I've got to wait for the needles to arrive. So that's, in a way, it's a good thing because I'm just prolonging the excitement of actually getting stuck into them. But no, that was great. So the whole birthday was wonderful. Hannah nailed it. She gave me a wonderful birthday, made me feel really special and had far too many old fashions and lots of red and wine. And it's just, it's been great. Yeah, it's a really nice way to see off your... Uh, a decade which has just been full of so much fun and adventure and laughter and was kind of the thunder was stolen a little bit by covid did come along and kind of put a bit of sting in the sting in its tail i was so gutted like i've never planned a big birthday party for anyone before obviously there were restrictions anyway but they were the wedding restrictions at first so you were allowed 30 people together Mm -hmm. um and that in itself was like quite a big one to organize. And then eventually it just kept all these restrictions kept coming in. And then it went down to 15. Then it went down to six. Then it went down to six and a curfew. And like you just can't expect yeah. people to travel from different places. And it was just, yeah, yeah. it was a nightmare. Yeah, it was, it was wonderful. So it's all done now. Back into back to work, back into the swing of things. I really don't feel like I will have what a lot of that crisis that a lot of people have when they turn 40. I didn't have it at 30 and a lot of people feel very sensitive about turning 30. I thought turning 30 was great. I was happy that I turned 30. It affects everyone in different ways. Yeah. I think 47, apparently for men, that is the time that the crisis really hits. That's the, Apparently that's the number, 47. Age is such a funny thing though because 
in my head, I still feel like I could be 20 years old, you know? Mm. And sometimes I'm like, how on earth am I suddenly responsible for two young children? Like, that shouldn't be allowed. I was convinced, convinced that if you analysed my body, you it would be, a, you know, mentally and physically, I'd be in my sort of late 20s. I was convinced of that. And then I bought this weighing scales that, that measure everything from your BMI, um, your weight, obviously, and your kind of bone densities and water retention. It also measures your uh, metabolic age. And my metabolic age, when I was 39, was 41. I feel like age is a, yeah, it's just a very strange thing because you don't really notice the time passing until you get a little bit older. And yeah. then you're like, oh, God, it's going really quickly now. Like you just almost want to pause it a little bit in certain parts of your life in certain years mm. you just want to hit that pause button and be like i'll just sit here for a bit it's comfortable here yeah i wonder how long you'd pause it for um yeah, oh i don't know, know. Yeah. i don't know i heard a rumor one of my friend's girlfriends she is well she speaks fluent russian i think she was born in russia and she was saying that putin has invested in a company in a company who are working on a covid cure he invested them on the basis that one of their kind of that their side hustle is almost a COVID cure, but they got all the funding because their main thing that they're working on is the, uh, uh, some sort of pill that reduces aging or stops you from aging. So, so Putin could take this pill and of course sort of stay young or what, stay just like, for him, alive. not for the rest of uh, I mean, humankind. I, I, I can imagine he'd be first in the queue to get the pill, but I don't know how much I agree with that. I mean, I would love to live longer. Hmm. I think I would. I don't know. Maybe by the time if I'm lucky enough to reach an older age maybe i'll be like do you know what um i'm done mm. um i've had a good run like let's let's just go nicely but then the other on the other side of it you're like well we're already massively overpopulated so i don't know yeah. how much of a good idea keeping everyone alive for longer is yeah i i like the idea of staying kind of at I, how i am like metabolically now until i'm you know until i go just sort of crumbling away doesn't appeal to me too much you know being i don't 80 think it appeals to, to anyone walk. honey Exactly. So if you can invent something that would let me live just as my lifespan would be as long, but I wouldn't get, I wouldn't age would be nice. That would be good. But anyway, I've got a, I've got a fun new thing that I want to do, uh, do because uh, I, f I, I found this really funny Instagram account recently and um, I, I just loved, they did this little uh, kind of uh, feature where they just asked people on stories to give them examples of things that their family did to save money when they were growing up. And some of the replies I thought were great and they were really funny. Now the account... I think probably you and I can relate quite yeah, heavily to this few of them I was by like, the oh, sounds of yeah. it. Now the account is is great. It's called um, Ugly Irish Homes, and it's basically an account which just profiles really ugly Irish homes. <laughs> like some of the decor in these places make your eyes bleed. They are really bad, but it's kind of funny. Some of them are just very uh, yeah. You have to follow the Instagram account anyway. Ugly Irish Homes. But let me show you. Let me read out some of these hilarious ways that parents used to save money with their kids in in Ireland. Um, yeah, and a lot of them. Uh, I actually submitted one actually, and it got through. One of them is here. Watered down ketchup. My parents did that. But did watered they? Ketchup. Oh, no, yep. we didn't do that. Yeah, watered down ketchup. Hey, um, we should do that. Somebody else put, my dad went through a phase of turning the car engine off when going down a hill. My mum used to do that. <laughs> I promise you, my mum I mean, used how, to do that. <laughs> I wonder how much you'd actually save from doing that. My mum used to only ever be able to afford to put five pounds worth of petrol in the car at a time. So but we had to like make it last. Okay. So she genuinely did <laughs> used to turn the engine off. That's so funny. Stealing the napkins from Supermax and then using them instead of toilet roll. The Supermax is like a kind of a the fast food chain. Oh no, we didn't do that. 
yeah. We didn't really go to fast food chains very much when I was little, did you? Um, like not, McDonald's no, was, was like such a rare treat. Like a treat. A rare yeah. treat. Um, I'm asthmatic, so my man bought me my inhalers and said they were my birthday present. Oh, <laughs> uh, I used to have that inhaler when I was a kid. Inhaler. <laughs> Imagine that. Who is it? My my ex did that once Chris, at Christmas. She wrapped. I never forgave her. She wrapped up uh, some was cranberry sauce. It, as a present something in her head was like i should wrap this up as a present and give it to steph and i remember opening it being like, was it supposed to be a joke what no i was like why did you do that why did you give i mean thanks oh, and everything, you but ungrateful little god <laughs> oh okay well next time i buy some hp sauce then i'll wrap it up and give it to you as a random present and see how you deal with it actually every time i buy anything i'll just wrap it up in gi- a gift paper and give it to you salt nappies i can't imagine you gift paper wrapping anything no, no, honey too much effort it's all in a gift bag with you now we used to do this uh covering your school books and copies in old wallpaper or wrapping paper did you ever oh yeah that? we had to yeah. do that at school yeah, we though we got take... told to do that my granny watered down the milk oh that's horrible <laughs> no. going back gross? to the wrapping up the books though did you ever um put your wrapping paper on it and then halfway through the time you're like oh why did i pick that wrapping paper i don't remember that far or back did... We're going Did back you really not care as, no, a, I don't think I cared. as a boy? Yeah, I don't think I cared that much. <laughs> uh, my nan used to sieve the milk left over from cereal bowls to reuse. That's really weird though, because once you put cereal in it, it doesn't really taste that milky anymore. Yeah. It tastes of like whatever cereal you've been eating. Yeah, so there's a few of oh, them. I love I thought, her. I thought they were really funny. I, um, I submitted one from something that I used to do when I was younger, but I only did this thing because I thought this is what you did. What? Um, you whenever we had mouthwash in the house which wasn't that often it was a kind of oh you spell it back in i spell it back in oh, thinking that's Stephen. what you did yeah i thought that's what you did i thought why so i used to do it all the time oh. so we just get his mouth full of <laughs> mouthwash it all just around made me gag a little get bit. out all the bits and then just spit it all back in i never understood how it would slowly disappear but why is why is everyone not spitting this back in and oh god because you know i that. have that weird thing where uh like teeth brushing really freaks mm. me out what so you, that's you, all kind you got misophonia so. i don't know if it's related to misophonia because it's that's hatred of chewing ever also. since i was a ever since i was a child i've always um just found teeth brushing like really repulsive like i'll do it because i have to because it's you know hygiene mm. dental hygiene but like this the spit mixed with the toothpaste and the brushing like it just freaks me out so much a bit like how i imagine you know some people don't like cotton wool or like mm chalkboard nails on a chalkboard mm, mm. it's a bit like that so with the mouthwash thing is like with other people so both okay like the only i'd say the only people it doesn't bother me so much with but sometimes still bothers me with is our kids yeah like yeah. sometimes if grayson's brushing his teeth and he's got like toothpaste all around his mouth or like oh it's just yeah i don't know what it is it's really weird other so people strange. must have it though yeah, they would do. Everyone has everything. That's what I've realised about life. It's like whatever quirks and idiosyncrasies that you have that you think are unique to you are shared by thousands and thousands of people. Yeah, that's kind of good knowing that you're not the only weirdo out there, though. I remember once our uh, headmaster said that in assembly. He was like, there's something that you can all do that nobody else can do. And as somebody who won't do something unless he thinks he can be the best at it, which is always sets me up for failure because I can never be the best, so I try something like playing the guitar. I'll listen to somebody come around and play my guitar 10 times better than me. And I'll be like, oh, I'm giving up. There's no point. It's better than not trying at all, though. Yeah. Anyway, so, so the headmaster said, there's something you can all do that's better than everybody else. And I thought, what is he going to say here? What, I want to know what Specifically to you? Yes, yeah, specifically to you. Every single person in here can do something. I was hoping he was going to say like, Timmy, for instance, for you, you can play the piano um, with your chin better than anyone else in the world. And look, Sarah over there, you can twirl faster than anybody else can twirl i don't know why i said that but um 
but and I was thinking, why is he going to go with this? And he said, you could, the one thing that you're all better at than everybody else is being yourself. And I thought, <laughs> oh, you bastard. There I was all geared up to be great at something, to be brilliant at something, just being myself. Oh, it's boring being myself. <laughs> I don't want to do that. Oh, just imagine little 10-year-old Steph. <laughs> being like, give me some guidance here. Yeah. Not this bullshit. Yeah, don't give me this, feed me this crap. <laughs> I want to be great at something. Yeah. It's it's annoying. You're great at so many things. You're one of those really annoying people that is actually good at loads of stuff. No, I mean, or you're just quite good at loads of stuff. The problem is, this is what happens in life: is that people just come along and like. It's for instance with YouTube videos. Like now, you get these. When I first started doing it, I thought oh, I'm actually all right at this, and then all of a sudden, like these younger guys come through are just you know, and girls, guys and girls, whatever they come through with just so much more raw talent, and you're like, whoa geez and you kind of but this is how everything works i mean things just evolve and things get better and that's what happens but it, it going back to web design there used to always be this distinction between a web designer and a developer and there was always one and the other and then all these kind of kids would come through who could do both really really well and you were like oh, for god's sake it's just like with everything i mean it's good in a way that you have that but it's a bit annoying as well when you get bumped off by these 12 year olds do, doing a fucking tiktok and i think if if as long as you're enjoying something it doesn't this is such a i i, I guess my mum used to say mm. this to me but and as long as you're really enjoying something i really i don't have very much of a competitive streak mm. like if someone's better than me well it's not going to stop me from mm. continuing to do it if i enjoy it and i think the main thing is if you have a hobby that you're just enjoying it mm. like for example my blog is quite shit compared to so many other blogs out there that are literally like reading a magazine and they're so beautiful and they're so well written. I just really enjoy plonking up some thoughts that I've had that day and a couple of pictures of my puppy and being like, bang, bang it mm. out online. I, I, for some reason, I really enjoy that. And I know it's not like, it's not great and I could make it better, but I enjoy it. So I don't care. Yeah. I don't know where I'm going with that. Well, but. nice segue. We can talk about, we are, unless you watch our YouTube videos, you may not yes. know, but we have a puppy. She's on my lap right now. Look at her. Um, her name is Pippi. She is a miniature dachshund. She's long haired and what colour is she? Blonde? She's cream. Cream, yeah, she's cream. But yes, blonde, if you don't know the colours um, of animal colours. She just wants she just wants to be cuddled constantly. That's all she cares about is cuddles and she is adorable. She's probably the cutest thing I've ever seen. She's mm. the cutest puppy. She's, she's so, so teeny tiny. And she's so soft as well. Her fur yeah. is just so soft. But the good thing about Pip is that she's actually really quite sassy as well. Like she's very sweet and cuddly. But when I put the food bowls down, because we have another Dachshund as well, she'll literally shove him out of the way. Yeah. And like if I bend down on the floor to make a fuss of them, she'll she'll come running along and push him out of the way to get to me. She Even though she's literally thing. like the size of his neck. Yeah, she's a bullshit little thing, isn't she? We weren't yeah. actually planning to buy it. We went to look at her. And then the guy was like, she's available. But and if, if, if he didn't buy her then and then somebody else did, you'd be devastated because you just fell in, you just fall in love with her as soon as you see her. This is the thing, right? I went through such a long period of my life thinking dogs are parasitic. They're parasitic because they've wired into that part of our brain, which is nurturing. And, 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 and because they do that, we nurture them, we take care of them, we feed them and then all, and we stroke them. They don't even get, they don't even stroke us. We stroke them. And we do all these things for them. And I'm like, they're kind of a parasite because we stop having children because of them. But then I was like, that's actually a good thing because in terms of CO2 emissions, if you're having a kid, you're basically just the worst thing you can do for the world. So it's like a dog in a way is a good thing for because it's less CO2 emissions because you don't have a child because you have a dog instead. So I've come around to think, actually, good on your dogs. You're stopping us procreating. Can I just say, if you had said to me when we were dating that you thought dogs were like parasites, I don't know if we'd be sat here right now, Mitchellack. <laughs> I don't know if he would be because I no, no, you're absolutely a dog girl, you? adore 
the dogs. I they are literally like my children. Yeah. I am obsessed with them. But I And so if you had said that to me, I would have been like, oh God. I'm more really? of a cat I'm more of a cat man. A cat man just says, Look, let's coexist. This I'm is not just... gonna pretend anything's going on here above and beyond just like a mutual beneficial relationship where you feed me. I look a bit cute and just give you some company and that's it. I'll piss off in the day and you won't all night. You won't see me and I'll just saunter around. Whereas dogs, they're just a bit too much, aren't they? They're like, oh my God, you're home. They're so loyal and like loving is the mm. best. It's such a rewarding animal to look after. It makes you feel good. Stroking an animal is so good for you. It like is actually just release it. Re- uh, and um, getting yeah, out hormones. for a walk once a day in the park is so good for you. Um, teaching your children how to be responsible and care for something smaller than them is it is also like such a, a lovely life lesson to be able to mm. do. I, I like very specific types of dogs and their miniature dachshunds. I think the thing with uh, miniature dachshunds is that they're they're very small, so they're quite practical to have mm. in the house. Mm. Um, they're very affectionate, so they're just like really nice to have around. Mm. And they're just quite uh, like soft-natured animals, so... They I mean, you don't big... ever have to worry with if you have children in and out of the house or anything like that. Yeah. It's like, they're just really good family pets. They're a bit yappy. That's the only thing I don't like about them. But I feel like uh, we probably shouldn't go off on talking about how much we love our dogs. Uh, can we just say one more thing before we do? I'm, I'm going to be completely honest here and just say, uh, um, I don't want to be gratuitous, but I want to say um, how much money they've gone up since we've actually bought them. Because of lockdown and because of everyone's sort of in their house now and everyone wants to buy a puppy the demand for them has just gone up through the roof so if you go to somewhere like pets for homes and look for a miniature dachshund you can't even find one and if you do find one they're like well some of them are close to like 10k and you're like what the what? hell they're going for ridiculous money like we bought george for about a thousand pounds before lockdown and that's what they all roughly went for about a grand for a, last, a good dachshund yeah. Year, yeah now they're up to about three and a half grand for a dachshund and you probably won't even find them on dogs for home you, you have to know somebody who knows somebody to get one so it's it's yeah, the, the demand has gone through the roof for these little things the funny thing is i think uh steph was pretty set on saying uh no we're not spending that much yeah, on a dog yeah, and then i had a, a bit of an emotional patch a couple of weeks ago didn't i and i just had this day where i just felt really down and crap and then the dog breeder sent me the price of the dog through and i cried selling a little or a lot Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You don't really know how to deal with to it. <laughs> kind of react when I don't feel in a good mental space. Like yeah. no, this is by no means a dig. I don't think many people 
can can know how to mm. kind of try and help lift somebody out of a bad mental place yeah. um but yeah you uh instead of trying trying to like talk me out of uh feeling rubbish you're like yeah just buy the puppy bottle that up and buy a puppy <laughs> what was that you... um what was that show we watched in london a few years ago the book of mormon where they have that whole song where uh, they talk about locking up your feelings and not yeah. acknowledging them yeah. and waiting till they go away <laughs> turn it off yeah. like a light switch <laughs> do you remember that that was so that was good so i really funny. enjoyed that i miss the theater that's one thing i really really miss about london is theater you don't i don't we haven't really been to the theater well we had a couple of things booked covid ruined that the last time we went to the theater was i believe last christmas when we went to go and see et in oh, the yes, theater yeah. in london and they have like the live orchestra and we oh, took both the kids and yeah it's i love taking them to the live orchestra theater in mm. it wasn't even theater actually it's like um a, film, a cinema screen yeah. with the live orchestra mm. uh i wonder if they're going to be doing that this year because you can distance that you but can... then it's a big group situation so i don't know I don't know. I, I, I would I, love to go to I it. I dread to think what's going to happen I mean, to the theatre. I mean, that would be quite stressful, though, because I imagine they'd have to have, like, a one-way system around the theatre. and. Yeah, I'm really worried about skiing as well. Like, I need my, I need to go snowboarding. Oh, first world problem stuff. I'm and, so no, no, worried like about skiing. It's like a therapy. Yeah, I don't yeah. see a therapist, so this might be like my therapy. Instead of that, like, I could spend loads of money on therapists, but instead of doing that, I just go skiing, and it seems to have, it'd be the best thing for my mental headspace. Just to feel so insignificant up a mountain is really good. It's the other thing I really mm. want to do is go to that um, Keck and um, Keck. What's it called? It's in Hawaii. It's a observatory, and you, it's somewhere you can go and yeah. see, like the Milky Way, Stars. and just see the, just mm. look deep into the galaxy. I, mean, I think stuff like that is good for people to do every now and again, just to just to feel so insignificant. I, this is yeah. really sad, but I get that feeling even just walking around the park. What do you not like? Just seeing. No. how many other people there are and like having a big open space and i don't think you it's, don't on the magnitude of looking into the no 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 the no obviously no not to that extent but like i still get like a little piece of that just going for like a countryside walk i still feel insignificant oh, okay, and like, like a, okay it's just being like submerged in nature rather than you in your house yeah. surrounded by technology and convenience yeah. you know yeah yeah no I, I get what you're saying i get what you're saying but i think if you were to amplify that i think i'd cry if i got to go and look at the galaxy yeah i think we need to plan to do it on like a big anniversary or something like that or yeah. some big special occasion yeah. when, when, when the world's back to normal again and we can go out there and do that because i think that's just something just one time i want to do we, we went to um where was it now we went to iceland many years ago and we didn't get to, you can see the northern lights and everything there, but we, we weren't fortunate enough, I think, to have the right weather to see the, to, to, to see it look up to, into the universe then. But That's actually somewhere which I would absolutely love to go back to one day. Mm. I was so surprised by how much I, like Iceland just took my breath away. Yeah. In every sense, like it, it was just so spectacular and, so and naturally beautiful and remote and cold and like, I loved all the Nordic fashion and interior and like it was just a really really special place I would never it felt like it had a soul like of... that sounds so cheesy but don't you think that it felt like it was kind of it does because of all the volcanic energy yeah that's in the place. Yeah, yeah an energy that's the right mm. word like it felt like it had some kind of life mm. in it yeah do you know um the blue lagoon what that really is that's actually like wastewater from like um hydro plants mm. yeah but anyway i had one of the most humbling experiences of my life in iceland it was a bit strange but we were driving for miles and miles to get to 
Golfus waterfall and uh, we pulled over I think for a wee and I just sort of went just sort of emerged into the mist and left the car behind me and sort of was swallowed by this huge mist and went off and found like a little rock to do my business and as I was walking back towards the car I heard in the distance through the fog this Steph I was like what Hannah's in the car how's that well, who's this it didn't sound like you and all of a sudden this this girl came running up and she goes Steph I watch your videos oh and she just had to watch you pee yeah I think she was waiting for me to in the beauty to, to, spot to, to, doing a wee in a beauty spot yeah and then uh, I sort of just you know hugged Poor her bitch. hugged her used her coat for her to dry my hands and uh, <laughs> said thank you uh, but that was really bizarre to have somebody in that situation in the middle of Iceland uh, there's been a couple of situations that have happened like that where you're like what the hell the weird thing about our community is that it's not we could we could go out or constantly and it never we don't ever get recognized but every now and again it, we do uh, um in in really bizarre odd places by people because our community are quite like a little it's like an almost little cult of people that follow us they have mm. been following us for some time that is tri- tri- um, sort of sprinkled everywhere which is what we like about it i suppose it's not overwhelming it's just you know these happens every now and again it's never too intrusive but i always feel like i must be such a massive disappointment like you know when you've followed someone for a while and then you yeah. meet them and you expect them to be everything that you've followed and come to know in that one minute that yeah. you actually see them and i'm like i can't do that yeah, i can't yeah. possibly do that especially when you're hungover or something yeah. and you just you can't oh god yeah. i think that was the worst um situation where i kind of left feeling awful was uh somebody came up to us when we were on holiday in south africa and it was after it was the day after we'd been oh, to the wine, the wine oh, farm and that was uh, not pretty <sighs> that and was I, that was probably the m- most hungover i've ever been mm. ever in my life and this lovely viewer came over to say hello to us and I just, kept, I was like, I'm so sorry, but I feel so ill. I can't talk. Yeah. Like, I literally just needed to be in bed. Yeah. Have you got any recommendations for me this week, Stefan Michalak? Well, this, this podcast that we're doing right now actually is very on the spot because the last one that we did, it didn't go too well. I mean, our, our whole thing with these podcasts is that we want to leave as much as we can in. But the last one, we were both feeling a bit flat obviously a lot of people are in the same boat with everything that's happening right now currently can i tell you the truth as well i think i had raging pmt I and i was also feeling flat and the dynamic between us was just a bit like we just yeah because <laughs> we live and work together and raise children together sometimes you just need a little bit of space <laughs> yeah and it just didn't work like it we didn't, didn't argue or anything it just the dynamic wasn't our normal like a friendship dynamic you know we weren't yeah exactly we weren't on the same frequency mm. that's for sure i think that's why um it'll be interesting for some of our viewers to kind of see us in podcast format though mm. is because i don't know i guess everyone wonders what other people's relationships are like mm. um behind closed doors and i guess it's like a little glimpse yeah. into that dynamic and that friendship so I do have an actually quite interesting story. Uh, I was listening to a podcast the other week from uh, Joe Rogan and he had a, a guy on it called Keith Campbell, I think his name was. And he was a behavioral psychologist who uh, specialized in narcissist, narcissistic personality disorder. And when I was listening to him talk about what a narcissist was, I was thinking, you know, a lot of that stuff does ring quite close to home it's, it does sound sort of quite, quite familiar do you go on my and darling it, it made me wonder like could i potentially be a narcissist like could i be one so i had to go but so I, I dropped grayson off at school and I, I i was making a coffee and i opened up google and i typed in narcissism test to see where i stood on the spectrum and filled out the, all the all the answers and all the question to all the questions and if you got between 15 
and 18, that's where normal people are basically on the spectrum. If you get 20, that's normally where a celebrity is and anything above that is a narcissist. So everything above 18 and above, sorry, is a narcissist. Uh, so, so normally celebrities are about 20. I was 23. So I was like, wow, that actually means I'm on the, on the spectrum. I'm actually a proper narcissist. Did you lie a little bit as well? No, you know, I- sometimes when like... When I was a kid and I used to get like Shout magazine or something, they'd have these like question flow diagram questionnaires and I kind of wanted to end up at one of the answers. I would sometimes tell myself a few little white lies to get to the right uh, end box. No, I was was brutally honest with myself. uh, I had to go back. I I think sometimes I was... uh, I I was just wondering if you were going to score higher. No, no, yeah, no, I was... And you're like shit. I, no. I was completely honest, and and so then I, I sort of a bit devastated with the start because I, like, I don't want to be a narcissist. Isn't that one of the signs of being a narcissist as well? Is that you don't know that you are one? <laughs> yeah, but if you have a test saying you are one, then what do you do about that? You can't deny the test. Maybe a proper narcissist would. I don't know. But anyway, I'm not massively on the spectrum, but I'm really I'm, I'm, I'm on there. So um, I was devastated at first, but then I sort of realised that it is a person. It is a kind of a, a, a disorder in the same way that dyslexia is a disorder. And you can't be angry at a dyslexic for not being able to spell. So you can't be angry at me for being a bit of a prick. Anyway, anyway, this gets more interesting. It goes more interesting. Oh, God, here we go. Because I thought I want to let my friends do this as well. So on my birthday, I was like, I gave it to a few of my friends. Now, one of my friends is a BA pilot. He got super low. He was like under, he was like eight or something like that. My friend who I go to the gym with, who's a musician, he scored one below me. He was 22, Phil. He's a musician though. You have to have some kind of element of being, yeah, yeah, an exhibitionist to be be able to do that for your job. I have another friend uh, called Guy. Uh, I thought, I just thought Guy's going to get pretty high because Guy's, he's, well, he's a complete narcissist. But he didn't actually get the high at all. I think he was like 18 or something like that. So he was on the cusp. And my friend sitting next to me, who was a lawyer, um called uh called mark i've known him for many years he did the test he maxed out <laughs> he i think the highest was something like 35 and he was like 34 he, he he got unbelievably high incidentally he is like a crazy high earner though he like earns like millions a year being this uh being a lawyer um it's good that he can law, kind yeah. of funnel it into doing something really productive though yeah but anyway, i thought that was a, an interesting story if, if you want to do it do the test just go to google type in narcissism test uh, you should what, link what, it in the show notes. Yeah, I will. I link it in the show notes. It'll what, be a fun little game to play at Christmas. Uh, yeah, that it would be the Christmas table. <laughs> yeah. Imagine. I think what would be good is if you do it for somebody first. So you do it for your partner. That could end in. Everyone's just going to end up sitting it? there on, the, on their phones, though. Although that's probably just like yeah, normal exactly. Christmas Welcome day Christmas. for most people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Christmas. Oh, little Pippi there. Our little dog's just looked I at me there know. as if to say, like, please cut on me, Dad. I think she needs to go out to the bathroom soon. She did wee on our bed last night, didn't she? Didn't she? She likes to wee on my stuff. But she's worth it. She's so cute. She has these like weird little whisker things in the place of eyebrows that come out and they're so long and curly that I feel like we should, obviously you can't get rid of them because they're like, um, they've got sensors on the end. But I'm like, how annoying would that be to have these like really long curly eyebrows that like poke you in the eye all the time? (laughs) Time for recommendations, stuff that Hannah and I recommend that you watch, listen to, or just enjoy. Right, Hannah. Hang on, just stop and beat. That's like more annoying than sometimes when when we're in the car and we stopped at a red light and you keep putting your foot on and off the brake so that the car like moves forwards. to the beat. It's so irritating. <laughs> it also it just makes me want to kill you. Okay, right, thanks for letting me know. She told me earlier. Okay, what's your recommendation, Hannah Max? I feel like we have a joint one this week, and I feel like again we're late to the party. Um, it is the morning show. 
and we are three episodes in. So the morning show is on Apple TV. It's on Apple TV. It's on Apple TV. Uh, Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon. Um, and I feel like so many people have told me to watch this for months. And for some reason, I just haven't watched it. And we started watching it about a week ago now. And I just want to binge the whole thing. It's very good, isn't it? Yeah, Jennifer Anderson and plays an amazing. Who's 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 her co-star? Reese Witherspoon. Reese Witherspoon. Yeah, they play a, an amazing part. Um, I I really enjoy it. Anyway, I think it's very good. It it's uh, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't recommend it. Wouldn't you? I'd watch it, but it would. I I'm not. I like it a lot, but I wouldn't like to. I wouldn't say to my friends, "You have to watch this." I think one of my favorite things about it is that I kind of grew up in the Friends. Mm. era like when it was like really popular i was the age where you'd go home and every friday at nine o'clock you'd watch friends and Mm. so uh, like jennifer aniston was obviously rachel green and very very famous for many years afterwards doing lots of different movies but i felt like she was always very typecast as rachel green as the rom-com queen kind of thing yeah um so for me it was really interesting seeing her play what I would call like a proper role and actually showcasing how talented she is and how she can actually act as something other than Rachel Green. She does have quite a bit of range, doesn't she? Yeah, yeah. And I really like her character in it. She basically plays um, the co-anchor on a, an, on a morning TV program show. A program show? <laughs> uh, but she's just really like... She's just quite a bitch, isn't she? She is she's, a massive bitch. She's very yeah. cutthroat, very like business brutal. woman, mm. brutal, like doesn't really mind if she's rude to people. Mm. Um, but yeah, she plays just a completely but, but, different But at the part. same time, vulnerable. You see, yeah. you see a lot of vulnerability in her as well. Yeah. Um, and she's almost, you can see the inner battle between that part of her, which she, ha- like she has to play that bitch. But there's mm. an inner part of her, which I think it doesn't want to be that person, but has to be because maybe she gets off on the power maybe she just loves the fact that she has all this power and she's you know she's what is it she said in that massive meeting she goes i am america or something like that it was quite a powerful line yeah they were saying how she should apologize because mm. she had announced yeah thank you too much away oh yeah sure. yeah <laughs> yeah in case people want to watch yeah. it uh anyway another thing that i have enjoyed the last couple of weeks is uh the fact that david attenborough is on instagram now did you know I always hear he put my stuff up. Uh, a few things, yeah. yeah. It's so cute. And I know yeah. that sounds really patronising, but I just find him adorable. I feel like every person in England just wants to be related to he David Attenborough. He is a national treasure, isn't he? God, that guy's 94 now. And what a career that guy's had. Yeah, I'm just really loving the fact that he's uh, down with the kids on Insta. Yeah. Yeah, is he TikToking? Oh, I doubt it. They they have. Him. Oh my god, that would I'd join TikTok if David was on TikTok. I'd be there. Like he's probably doing that thing where he jumps into different outfits. <laughs> oh my gosh, can we all just visualize David Attenborough jumping into like I don't know, like his safari outfit and then his Antarctica outfit? <laughs> he totally should do that, man. He totally should do that. No, that would break the internet. Yeah, yeah. I I put a tweet out the other day saying if I see one more millennial du- jumping into another outfit, I'm going to eat a bat. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's quite. You're lucky if you don't get cancelled. No, that. I didn't cancel me. I honestly, I think I I, I don't know. Maybe how. just no one cares stuff. Nobody cares about me enough to cancel me. No. That's a thing. Oh, how's your uh, narcissism dealing with that? No Not one well. cares about me enough <laughs> to cancel me. 
<laughs> it's just some angry 40 year old leave him alone <laughs> nobody cares his poor wife yeah yeah <laughs> oh god now i'm depressed um no but i uh what was i gonna say about it yeah he did he did that thing that we watched recently didn't we grayson was gripped by it that uh program he did on netflix the documentary it was his latest uh i think it was, i believe it was called a film you told me off when we were watching that yeah because you kept being really cynical and i was like <laughs> david's just trying to help the world steph shut up <laughs> i know he is i know he is but there's been five extinctions before us you know and in with each one of those extinctions there existed wonderful beautiful things that are never going to be seen again and just like in in our phase of of existence we'll all go and everything we've known and loved will all disappear we'll all be extinct and something else will come along and they'll be wonderful and they'll become extinct i agree with you but you can't expect humans to sit back and watch it happen you you've got to understand that there are some humans that want to help prevent that you know so you sitting there and being all cynical was irritating for that reason they want that hannah because it's so tightly woven into your dna to survive and for your species to survive as long as possible Whereas if you look at it, if you zoom out of that and be like, oh, hang on a minute. We're no. not actually supposed to, yeah. That was the only thing that um, I felt like they could have done better on that programme because obviously they knew there were going to be a lot of eyeballs on that show. Everyone mm. loves David and, mm. and people are going to be showing it to their children and mm. it's going to be used as an educational tool. And I felt like personally they could have done the last third much better. But how? Um, what could they have done? In terms of just giving people a bit more practical advice. Because it's all very well saying, oh, we need to do something or yeah. don't waste things or whatever. But that's that doesn't actually transcend very well into your day to day life as a human and trying to learn different behaviours. You know, I think what they said, they couldn't be too overt with it because I remember because basically what they probably needed to say was like, stop having children and stop buying stuff uh, yeah and stop being so consumed stop being such consumers i think that's probably what they should say but they did allude to that by saying educate females because they've proven mm. that if, if you educate a female she's less likely going to have loads of kids more i kids. think it's the higher your iq is the later you have children or the less children you have or something like that okay you're on really oh. dangerous ground here oh. you're into eugenics or something here i think we're going to be careful well, I, was just about steer to, out of this I was just about to caveat that and say well <laughs> i had two children when i was in my early 20s yeah. so that shows a lot about me doesn't it <laughs> yeah you gotta be careful about this i know i realize that but i'm just saying like yeah yeah yeah, yeah if yeah Let's move on. Just, they've done tests to show that the more educated uh, uh, women are uh, then the, the less kids that they tend to have that's just it's just evidence i don't know if we live in a world where where anyone, where evidence matters anymore and facts matter i think people just get upset regardless but no. sometimes when you hear like facts or or statistics on something are you like where are they asking people this because i was listening to a podcast the other day and they said something about 50 percent of english people said this and i'm like well i didn't get asked well they asked the sort of person who wants to fill out bloody stats or fill out these questionnaires and who wants to do that I mean, I'd be a very happy lady if I never had to answer another exactly. like, questionnaire yeah. or fill out another form yeah. ever again in my but, life. But you just felt how you said when we were talking about, you know, not having as many kids and how kind of uncomfortable that felt even skirting into that arena and how dangerous it felt just us talking about it. You can see how the, how the filmmakers would be like, mm. shit, we've got to be careful. How here. do we cover so, this? So it's very difficult to offer practical advice without people losing their shit about it because it can all be it, you can boil it all down to something like, you know, some missed message or something so it's, it's dangerous but mm. it's for me i'm just thinking well you know we we're just there's been five extinctions right now i think and it's going to be the or we'll be the sixth and that's that there'll be something else that comes along after so you know i'm not overly precious about us as a species of course you're not you're 40 <laughs> fuck off
You're, You're halfway there, it. my friend. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You'll be extinct in another 20, 40. I'll be like, come on, save it. Keep it going as long as possible, please. No, I'm just like, ah, just let you it go. selfish narcissist. Let's have a bit of a party and then just leave. <laughs> but uh, the one thing that I hope we do do is just like not destroy it for the next things to come along and evolve and, and you know, exist. Well, I think that's one thing the earth has done well so far is when like when he was showing the chernobyl part mm. i'm sort of conflicted by this whole thing because i, I as t- these two young boys growing up and already grayson's sort of talking about climate change and talking about stuff that obviously is being you know drilled into him and i'm, I'm i want him to love and enjoy the planet and not exploit it but just still in, uh, love it and not have that tempered by fear not be like oh it's beautiful but isn't it a shame that it's all, go- all going I don't I just... think they're tempering it by fear I think they're just trying to che- teach this generation of children things that they can do and the reasons why they need to do these things mm. as they grow up like recycling so yeah. easy for them to do as children to put something in, in one bin not the other bin you know mm. Um, but they're not going to know unless they get taught and they're not going to know the reasons why they're doing that or the importance of doing that unless somebody tells them. So yeah, it has to be done. The worst bit was, uh, I think it was a walrus. Was it a walrus that fell down that big cliff? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, that was horrific. Mm. I had to look away, didn't I? Mm. I couldn't watch it. I know we want to see a walrus falling off a oh, cliff. Oh, it was so sad. Mm. Should but we... I don't know how much they how they tied that into climate change. I mean, you could argue, or maybe that bit of cliff there... would have been there if there was. But what really? No, their habitat had shrank, and that's why they were all squashed onto this rock, and that's why they were all falling off it. Or they could have just been a bit of a mishap, and they all just got onto a rock that was a bit too small for them all. Anyway, Hannah, we've been talking for quite some time. <laughs> how, long we we, uh, how long have we been talking? Round, oh, yeah, quite some time. Should yeah. we round this week up? Yeah, let's round this week up. Uh, have we got any exciting announcements, announcements or things to say or do? No, I don't think we do. <laughs> <laughs> I think well, you o- like to car crash the end bit, don't you? <laughs> the only thing I have lined up right now is... Um, We've been talking for quite some time. Let's round this up. I think uh, it's time to say goodbye, Steph. Okay, thank you so much for listening, everyone. Really appreciate it. If you could do us a big favour and just give us a positive review on... Uh, whatever platform you listen to, it just lie. Just say it was really interesting, and I, I really they're like so articulate. Yeah, they're so articulate, and I, I feel myself actually getting far more intelligent. I felt I like I learned something. Yeah, my IQ has gone up three percent since I started listening to these two insufferable pricks. Um, anything like that would be fantastic. It would anyway, really help us out. thanks for listening, guys. Uh, hit subscribe so that you are aware when there is a new podcast up, and we will see you all next week thanks everyone take care have a great week bye a lot can happen in the next three years like a chatbot maybe your new best friend but what won't change needing health insurance united healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com.